That's the best one right there. It's funny, my teammates say, you act like you just got out of prison. I said, well, you know. I would be mentally a lot sharper at this point had I eaten more cheese. You know, obviously, kind of like a, the master in the, you know, Padawan. It's never been about revenge. It's about a reckoning. Hey, what up? It's Mercedes Lewis here, a.k.a. Big Dog. And you're listening to Poor Man's Package Podcast. Go Pack Go. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Poor Man's Packers Podcast, the one Packers Podcast in the state of our minds. I'm Spencer, joined as always with Kyle and Hank. Boys? Hey. There you go. Hey, so we've only got Hank this week, kind of a back and forth. Hank is joining us once again after a long hiatus with your new uh, shed gig, but obviously we have to get someone on here so we can talk about the big Rogers news. We'll get to that quick, but... Hank, quickly, how how has your little hiatus been? Uh, I'm sure you watched all the Packer games while you were gone, but uh, briefly here, how has your off season and and end of the regular season been? Yeah, yeah. Well, first off, I'll say I'm I'm only here when it doesn't matter. I guess you know off season um, when <laughs> when uh, the heat's off a little bit. Um, just you know, I I don't do well with pressure, and so you know when it when it felt a little too hot, I guess I had to step away. So. Uh, yeah, the shed, the shed business is actually going well, really well. I'm on my uh, 35th shed, um, over the last few months. So I'm working a lot, working a lot. This is probably the longest job I've ever had. Um, definitely longer than the car wash, um, which is great. Um, so stability is really nice. Um, looking at some studio apartments, uh, in crystal right now, um, making the move, um, you know. Now that I'm a little more liquid, uh, you know, uncle is talking down to me a little bit less. And, uh, you know, I'm, I think I'm at that point where I'm ready to tell him I'm, I'm going to leave. I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to sign a lease. Um, the only trouble with that is I need a co-signer. Um, so, you know, I got to gotta figure out if aunt is going to be willing to do that. So, yeah, things wow. are looking up. Um, things are looking up. Uh, I know, too, that the... Uh, Mary, the Mary Hank miss cards, you know, didn't go out on time. They are, they are assembled. Um, okay. I just have to drop them off. Uh, but I would say it's more of like a Mary half Hank miss now. So just think about it as like getting a little joy in the off season. There. Yeah. See, that's, I'm sure people will appreciate that more. Maybe they were let down for not getting an extra Christmas present, but Hey, this is the dull time of the year. You know, this is where people say seasonal depression kind of sets in again when we're between you might a lot even, of sports right now. You might even say postseasonal depression. Ooh, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, with that, we'll have our first off-season episode. I guess you don't. We don't want to count the last one. We'll go over the Rogers news for the most part. Talk about Jordan Love, Devonte Adams, the coaching changes, and whatever else comes up. But, uh, yeah, shoot, let's get right into it. Breaking on Wednesday, Aaron Rodgers is back. Pat McAfee broke the news. Just nice. There was a long little, I mean, it would be nice if we could just detach ourselves from Twitter because it seems like people were getting really antsy about how long it was taking Aaron Rodgers to make up his mind. But he finally did. 
Pat McAfee broke the news quickly after that. Ian Rappaport reported that it is a four-year extension worth $200 million with $156 million guaranteed. Hank, uh, we haven't talked much since the season ended. Initial thoughts on getting Aaron Rodgers back, and nothing's been signed yet, but it's looking like a four-year extension. What were your initial thoughts? Yeah, um, you know, I I don't know. I'm just in such hell still from that last loss, um, and so I'm feeling pretty numb. Um, I don't really feel anything about it. I'm just like, I don't know, which is probably – uh, a pretty privileged stance to be like, oh, we got a good quarterback. Like, who cares? You know, but Absolutely. like, I'm just, you know, kind of, you know, and I didn't listen. I, I, I couldn't even listen to the last episode. Like, I couldn't because I was like, I was, I was broken. I was a broken man. Um, it's hard. And, and I, I feel bad admitting that because, you know, I've listened to every episode, but that one, that one, I just couldn't do it. It just, I felt defeated. And so I don't know what was can I can I just hear what Kyle had to say? What was the rundown of what Kyle had to say last episode? Kyle was so we talked about it on on that last episode, but like I FaceTimed him after the game when he was in the car stuck in traffic leaving Lambo and he was cursing Roger's name up and down. He came back a little bit on the episode where Kind of like what you said, he said he didn't really care which way they go with Rodgers or Jordan Love, but yeah, I would. I think he would. He was leaning a little bit more towards moving on from Rodgers than sticking with him. But yeah, time heals all wounds, so that could have happened as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, you think it would, but um, yeah, I don't know. I I was I was think I was kind of leaning the same way as Kyle. Like I just like had enough. You know, there's like enough like every it feels like every big game the last few years it's been like that um in the playoffs and so i don't know i don't know spoiled i'm like kind of just a spoiled packer fan uh moaning happy that we'll have you know the next few years we're gonna be probably going to the playoffs again um but don't have much hope for what lies thereafter Right. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about a lot, a lot of people who are Packer fans have heard the term entitled town. And I think once again, that's come to the forefront when talking about Aaron Rodgers coming back. Uh, there was a lot of talk and shit. I was thinking the same thing where it was between if he was going to come back to the Packers or if he was going to retire. Did you think there was ever a chance that he was actually going to retire or you were just waiting for to hear any news on it? No, I didn't think he was ever going to retire. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I, I didn't think, I still don't believe that he was going to retire last year. You know, I just like, yeah. yeah, I just like think he likes being the center of attention. Um, I think that he's like, you know, he stayed out of the limelight for like a long time. I know. And he didn't talk a lot. And then he like, had the first year on McAfee and he's like, Oh, I kind of like this. I like when people like me. Um, and then he just had to like, and then this year happened. Yeah. Which I mean, (laughs) some people love him, you know? Um, but to me, it's just like Rogers has gotten like, he just loves himself so much. Um, which is fine. Love yourself. 
preach self-love, do whatever you want, you know, grow your hair, go to California, dip your toes in hot wax and shit everywhere. Um, like good for you, but I'm just like, I'm just exhausted by him. Um, you know, yeah. ever since he sent out his book list, that's all I got to say. I'm happy he's <laughs> back. I'm happy we win. I don't want to have to deal with any more reading lists or any more of his, you know, 16 syllable, you know, plans for living a healthier life. So I, I don't know. I wish we could have recorded a little sooner or the decision came a little quicker between him being on McAfee that one time. Cause what did you think of the, of the cleanse? Do you remember what the name of that was too? No, no, I flushed it out of my system as fast <laughs> as I could. So, um, like it just seems par for the course. Yeah. Well, yeah. so you've talked a lot about Aaron Rodgers, not, you know, loving the spotlight, I should say. Did you think this decision took a long time for him to make or? Um, I mean, no, not really. But okay, I good. honestly, it's what I expected. Yeah. Like, I, I know that's weird, but like, I just like the way that he was talking about the team at the end of the year um, and the way that like all every like, I don't know, just the photos that were coming out with him and Gunnikinst and everything like he just it seemed like a happier marriage um and and it seemed like he got what he wanted um you know losing in the divisional round and being able to bring back randall cobb yeah we'll see i still because you know so many people were getting on him after the after the loss it's funny because leading into it i said you know he's been a little more average in the playoffs as opposed to what he's been in the regular season but after that Niners game it seems like everyone just like the narrative completely switched how before it was you know he's never had a defense in the playoffs and we'd see in the stats how you know the defense is getting up giving up more than 25 points in just about every playoff loss that Aaron Rodgers has had and then this game happens and it's all flipped and he's you know he chokes in the big moments when I don't I don't know it's a little tough to disagree with that because even just this year in the regular season you know we saw the Niners game at the beginning of the year how the 37 seconds or whatever it was was enough time but I guess that goes back to the narrative where in the playoffs it hasn't exactly happened so what are your expectations now with the new contract going forward because I think the Packers were we were like third in the NFC before the news broke that he was coming back and after the news broke, now we are the top. Um, according to Vegas, we have seven to one odds to win the Super Bowl. Next closest in the NFC is the Rams, who are ten to one odds. So, how do you view this team going forward now with Rodgers coming back? I mean, we'll probably get the one seed. You know, like that's I like we'll probably get the one seed, and then do you want the one seed? I mean, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> right, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's where we're I at. I guess that's too. the whole theme. It's just like I don't. Like, I don't care. I don't know. I don't know what the, like, I can't big brain anything. I feel like I've been trying the big brain scenarios for the last four years. And like, my brain is just not that big. And, you, you know, like, I, I just, yeah, I'm just dumbfounded. I'm just dumbfounded. That's, that's it. Like the one seed, what, two years in a row? Yeah. And a home uh, or a first round by three years in a row. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just 
It, and it's just like, I don't know. Like, I didn't feel this way about Rodgers in, like, 2016. And then, like, even those years in, like, 2017, 2018, you know? But, like, there's just, like – like, he just – it doesn't seem like he has kind of that killer mentality to me anymore like he, he used to. I don't know how else to say it. Um, and, like, I don't have any evidence for that other than just, like, a gut feeling. But it just doesn't – like he doesn't feel scary in those moments where he's supposed to feel scary. Yeah, it's especially at the end of the game when we kept getting the ball back and in, in the against the Niners and you know that stop on fourth down and we get it. It's like okay, this is where he's going to turn it on, or then the series after that. Okay, this is where he's going to turn it on, and we've said it before, but it's kind of back to that 2018 or 2019 more so Rogers where he doesn't want to be the reason why they lose, but it's also hard for him to be the reason why we win. You know, the interception rate goes down so much, but at the same time, I mean, 2018, I feel like every third ball he threw was, you know, something out of bounds, just waiting for the next play. And like, it's so weird because like all he does is talk about his mental preparation and his focus, (laughs) you know, know. like he's like, it, like I've been watching a lot of anime lately and uh, because I'm, I've become a self-declared Weibo. Um, Hell yeah. Cool. But it's kind of like he, he's just like, there's always like a character that's just like talking about their mental preparation and their focus. And like, then they just have like this soliloquy or like monologue for 15 minutes before they fight. And then they just get fucking obliterated. And that's what it feels like every season. That's fair. Okay. Moving on, there was other quarterback news, and it kind of had to do with the NFC odds changing. But Russell Wilson got traded to the Denver Broncos for two firsts, two seconds, a third, Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and a defensive tackle, Shelby Harris. The uh, Seahawks gave up like a sixth, I think, and Russell Wilson. Just curious, Hank, you know, you've been a little down on Rodgers. Would you have wanted a similar deal for Aaron? I don't know. Obviously, no one knows what he would have fetched, but... He is five years older than Russell Wilson, but Wilson's kind of, I kind of view Wilson on like how Rogers was viewed from 2017, 2018, entering 2019. Like, you know, it was kind of a make or break season for him. So would you have wanted a similar deal or are you happy we have Aaron? Yeah. Like, so I just shit on Aaron Rodgers for about 20 minutes. Um, But what I'm going to say is like, I still think that, I don't know, like I have to feel that like a team, looks at Aaron Rodgers still in like a different way than they look at Russell Wilson. Um, And, and like they would have, I don't know, like my, again, no evidence for this, but it seems like they would, you know, have similar price tags um, with the age factor. Um, I, you know, I, it depends like how long does Rodgers actually stay in green Bay? Um, because like, does he have a bad season and then is he just like shipped out or what happens? I, you know, like, I don't know. It the four year contract is nice. Um, but like, it depends if we have him for three more years and he plays well for three seasons, you know, I might look back and be like, no, I'm happy we did it. But if it's like one good year, a season that is average, or is like filled with a bunch of drama and long hair again. Like I might be like, we should have just cut ties. Maybe that's the question. So if, if Rogers shows up to training camp and he's cut his hair, 
what's that going to do for your perspective, your mood for the Packers season going into it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Is AJ Dillon there? Like, is AJ Dillon in the <laughs> on the field? Like, that's all that I need for my mood. Like, part of it is like I haven't been the same since AJ Dillon got hurt. You know, going in the half or yeah. whatever. So, like, as long as AJ is there, like, I'm looking up. I can look past a lot. Um, and like, I like a lot of guys with long hair. You know, like I could I could name many men with long hair that I'm I'm super into. Um, but but it's just like. It's just such California hair, you know, California, California kind of like self-help, like yoga, near Eastern, just appropriation and wanting to be like wanting to be just like this. Like, I don't know, like he's just like a poor man's Buddha. It's almost like that's what's changed the most with him through the last few years than anything else is the yeah. Buddha, whatever yoga mindset. And even when he started growing out his hair, like everyone else, you know, very important, obviously. But I was excited because I'm like, okay, what's he gonna, what's this gonna look like? You know, a little Western cowboy type thing if he keeps, you know, his beard and mustache and stuff. But his hair doesn't look as good as it did back, you know, his first couple seasons. I really don't think he washes his hair, I don't when think he, he shampoos his hair. What I said, one of the first episodes of the season um, was like, I miss 2012 Rogers where he's talking about playing Halo with his friends, you know? <laughs> I think like, everyone misses. And we can yeah, have Matt Rogers like, back. Yeah, like, we well, not even, not even, this is not even on the field level. This is just like hearing him talk. Like, I don't want to have to hear the words energy or love or like, you know, how many times is he going to like have you know, get like engagement called off and still talk about love. Like, I, I don't know. Like it's depressing. Yeah. I, I was wondering that too. Cause it's the last time he was on McAfee. It seems like Shailene Woodley was with him and this is a week after allegedly they broke up and I was like, shit, maybe, maybe the Broncos rumors popped up again because Shailene came back and it's reported that she lives in like Boulder, Colorado. And I'm like, fuck, if it really comes down to that, I would. Uh. She does. <laughs> Of course, you live in Boulder, Colorado. Have you ever been to Boulder? Yes. It feel like I a real city. I spent a couple days there, and it is the most hipster, <laughs> whatever. I remember someone said, like, you you would get looks if you smoke a cigarette on the sidewalk, but if you're smoking a joint, no one cares. Like, that's the type of city it is, which I'm sure Rogers wouldn't mind either. That's something else I've wondered about him, too, is his uh, his eyes are red sometimes in the pressers, so I, I wonder if he skirts around the uh, drug testing policy on that. Any I mean, big thoughts probably, on that? I would, <laughs> I would like him more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. if he was... He was... You know, doing the devil's lettuce, I'd like him a little bit more. I mean, I I'm sh- all this is to say, I'm happy he's our quarterback. Like, um, I just, I he's so exhausting. The last ever since he started Danic, dating Danica Patrick, he just got exhausting. Yeah, once crystals got mentioned a lot with him, that's when I started thinking, okay, maybe we've always known he's a weirdo, but now it's kind of a different brand of weirdo. But I'll, yeah, I don't just take that. That's it. Like, it's nothing that it's nothing about like whatever stuff happened with COVID this year. Like I like it's it's not like the thing that annoys me the most with him is like just this 
like college undergrad pretentious you know i learned what like these buddhist terms are and like i meditate in my underwear you know under you know under an open like window in my bedroom just like weird weird shit like i just it's it's all it's exhausting and that's why i do (laughs) not exactly that but i think he's a lot closer to retirement than people think i i think this four-year deal that he's allegedly signing a lot of guys on the team technically have deals reaching out that far too like billy turner but a lot of them are void years so i think it's very similar with this where instead of void years it's actual years but they'll you know move around that depending on how long he'll play i really think if we would have won the super bowl this year i think he would have retired i truly think that would happen and if we win it this year obviously i think the same thing which i would that would be completely fine with me to just finally get that monkey off our back and then start the next phase of, of the, you know, the Packers franchise. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I know I, I agree with you. I think like if he wins the Super Bowl, he's probably retiring. Like that makes sense to me. Um, that makes sense to me. So, okay. Um, I, I think it would have been like, had he won the Super Bowl this year, 50-50. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, moving on. Obviously, the next thing we have to talk about with this is one Jordan Love. Lots of questions now. A lot of people, I mean, Tom Silverstein, even once the news broke with Aaron Rodgers, he said he would expect the Packers to trade Jordan Love or look at it, or maybe he was just saying that's what he would do. It's, I don't know, there's a lot of strange things going on now with Packers fans, and I think the Packers in general, with how we view Jordan Love and the pick. I'm going to read a couple tweets off here just to, well, let's start here. Uh, Hank, what what do you think the Packers should do with Jordan Love, and how do you view him as a draft pick right now? Um, I'm, like, kind of lukewarm, you know? Like, I, like, if... It seems like his years with Rodgers probably are somewhat invaluable, like learning under him, like learning the game, right? Um, It's still hard to – like I still have trouble kind of writing him off after that game uh, with Kansas City, especially seeing Mm -hmm. how like Kansas City's defense kind of came on after that game. That was like the game that they, I think they moved Chris Jones around. And then after that, the defense was a lot better the rest of the yeah. year. Yeah. And so like, it's, it's tough. And like, he almost did win that game. Um, I, I mean, obviously it doesn't look great. Like spending a first round pick. Um, although like looking at, like, I guess looking at like the picks after him, like, I mean, it would have been, I guess, like, my my thought is, like, if had we got, like, a defensive pick, you know? And I'd be like, oh, if we had got a middle linebacker, but, like, we have we had a great middle linebacker this year. It, yeah. it's, it's tough. I mean, like, they're, like, I'm okay with giving the Packers, like, a miss that year. Um, and it did. Like, Rodgers has played super well since. So... <laughs> It is tough because it's, you know, we don't know how Rodgers would have played had we not used that pick on Jordan Love. But at the same time, I think a lot of people, Rodgers included, thought there was a good chance that we would use that pick on a wide receiver. And the one who went, and it wasn't until the second round, but early in the second round, T. Higgins, 
was available at the time. So, you know, you kind of wonder would the yeah. Packers be in a better spot now if he take took T. Higgins or did that fire really light up under Rogers' ass by drafting Jordan Love? Yeah, I mean, T. Higgins, I guess Chase Claypool was after, right? Um, yeah, too. I don't like Chase Claypool. Um, yeah, I mean, like, both good receivers, though. Yes, um, yes. But, like, I don't know. I Like, I still – like I don't think our receiving core was like that as weak as people said that year. Like I really don't. Like I really, I really don't feel like it was all that weak. And I feel like people were like way too focused on that and hypersensitive to our wide receivers when like guys like Lazard and stuff were like very capable. Um, they were just new and they were kind of they're just coming into their own still. You know, like I don't. I don't know if I would rather have T Higgins in our offense than Alan Lazard. Is that, oh, is Jesus. that, is that bold? Like, I in think terms it's bold. Of like I mean, they're the different kinds of players, run. but yeah, the thing that pissed me off or that I don't get, it's like, I understand taking, you know, the future quarterback. Even then I was rationalizing it, mm-hmm. but looking at it now, it's the contract that he signed has not this extension, but the previous one, the new money didn't start until 2021, you know? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until last year that the new deal that he had signed was in effect. So it's like, you can draft a quarterback of the future, but it doesn't make any sense financially to do that with what you had on record with Rodgers, unless you absolutely love Jordan Love. But I don't know, especially now, it seems like it was a mistake and he, he isn't yeah. what well, they thought he was going to be. Well, and maybe... I mean, maybe too. I'll just revise what I said, and maybe it was just a power struggle, like between Goody yeah. and Rogers. Like it could be that too. Like it could be they were just like having a pro- power struggle, um, and like Goody is kind of like I don't, you know, like I'm in control here. Yeah, and Jason Wildeus in the past. I think I've said this before too on here, but Brian Gutenkunst did not realize how big of a deal it would be drafting Jordan Love when he drafted Jordan Love and a lot of people in that building think that's a problem and the reason why how, everything got a blow How can you there. not realize? Like, I mean, just, how, it, how can you have that job and not realize what it would be like? Right. Like that's bizarre For, to me. Yeah. That, like that's, I, I don't know. Like that, <laughs> that's just weird. Yeah, and I said it then too because it's like if we if social media isn't what it is today, I think it would be fine. You know, back in the day, we use a first round pick on a quarterback when Bart Starr was still in town. With Brett Favre, we've had a bunch of backup quarterbacks, albeit we never used a first round pick on anyone. But it's still, I don't know if we if we can flip Jordan Love for a second round pick, I'd be fine with that. But. I think yeah. we're going to sit pat and see how much you can improve this year and next year. And then maybe depending on what happens with Rogers, move on with Jordan. My, my parting thought would be like, it was still a late first. I mean, it wasn't a first and I know that there were like still people available. Right. And I mm-hmm. guess we did kind of move up, right. We didn't move up a couple spots. So yes, we did, yeah, we okay. trade away. Um, yeah. To move up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm okay. I'm going to just not say anything then. Cause like I, my my thinking was yeah that was not I'm done. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe yeah, it was we'll a bad see. pick. It was a bad pick. I think you talked I think me so into too. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
we'll see eventually what happens with Jordan Love, but there is there was quite a bit of quarterback you, talk. Move moving on. I, I need oh, yeah. him to I need him to go to another team though, just because like I have quite a few rookie cards and like as soon as he goes to another team, I'm just gonna offload those while it's high. Just like we're gonna offload Jordan Love and maybe trade yeah. him off to someone yep. else. Yeah. yeah. The other big news, uh breaking that same day, Devontae Adams got tagged. He will be paid twenty million dollars this next year at least. Uh we do need to get under the salary cap by March sixteenth. So I the Packers are prob are trying to work out a long term deal before then, but they could still do that before July. After that, uh, because of the new CBA, you can't really work out a long-term contract during the season. Uh, initial thoughts on taking Devontae, Hank. I I think a lot of people assumed it was coming, especially if Aaron Rodgers was going to come back. Devontae would probably come back as well. But I think the tag was expected because if nothing else, you can't let you know one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver in the league, walk in free agency. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy he's back, right? Um, I yeah, like I mean, I I don't really, I don't have a ton of feelings about. It. I'm just happy he's coming back. Um, it'd be nice if he had a deal, you know. Yeah, and it was like more than this year, and maybe something happens where he gets a deal. Like I don't, I'm not really good with numbers, you know. Like that's mm-hmm. been one of the things to even like selling sheds. They're like you. Like we like they have to tell me the number I have to get to, right? Like they're like you can't, you can't be below this, right? Like because every number after like a thousand sounds big to me. Um, True. Yeah. Like I I don't know. Um, and so and so my thought is I'm I'm happy he's back. Um, I don't understand the salary cap. It doesn't seem to exist always. I guess it does in this case because we didn't sign him. Um, so this is like the first evidence for me that the salary cap is real. That's my, that is how I feel. It's like, Oh, the salary <laughs> cap actually does matter. Yeah. That's, that's a very fair take. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I think we'll get a long-term deal done. I really hope so. I do wonder as well, if there's some hesitation on Devante's end with not knowing if Jordan love is going to be the guy of the future or not. Cause Especially that Chiefs game. That's the most frustrated I've seen Devontae Adams as long as he's been a starting receiver for the Packers. Even back when uh, Brett Hundley was starting for us, I didn't see him throw his hands up as much as he did uh, against the Chiefs. So I think we're going to work a long-term deal, and I, I really wonder if we're waiting to see what the salary cap is going to be in 2023. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people saw recently that it was announced what the salary cap is for this year. It did bump up, but that we we've known that number since May of 2021. So I think it'll leak again in the next couple months. And I wonder if they're waiting on that to see where to put that money or how high they can really go. Devonte Adams is hoping or apparently holding out for 30 million per year to be the highest paid receiver. The big reason why this has kind of fucked everything up is uh, Hopkins with the Cardinals. He signed an extension where he was getting paid. I think it's it was either twenty five or twenty seven million per, which screwed everything up because his existing contract was so low that 
overall the average is more is like right around 20 million when Devontae's looking for that annually on a brand new deal. So we'll see what happens there. And just to show you what the salary cap, how much it's moved over the last few years. So back in 2019, the salary cap was 198 million. The year after that, due to COVID, it dropped down to 182 million. And now it's bumping back up to 208 million. So the expectation it's going to jump up another 20 or so next year. So I think that's something that the Packers would use that extra money to sign Devontae long-term. So we'll just have to see what happens there. Um, but yeah, other than that, there I'm glad that most of the questions are being answered this offseason. This seems to be the best offseason we've had for a while, hopefully not having to worry about all this stuff. That I mean, be thankful. I mean, I guess we're not going into the draft this year you know, thinking that we're going to trade Rodgers and that not sure, like, what's going to happen and living until August and kind of, like, purgatory. So I'm I'm on your – I think you've convinced me to be thankful, right? Perfect. Thankful, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to open and devalue my Rodgers Funko Pop yet. <laughs> you have a Rodgers Funko Pop? I do. I do. <laughs> I uh, got it in Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin. I found it at a Target there. Um, and it was before before our loss to Tampa. Yuck. So okay. uh, not great luck, um, but I have not opened it. It is just sitting in my room. I haven't even turned it to face the wall yet. <laughs> okay, so you haven't completely turned on Rogers yet. No, no, I haven't. Um, and, and like, that's the thing is like, I mean, I still have, it, it's kind of like, you know, I probably hate him so much lately because I love him so much deep down and mm. he's provided such joy for me. Um, like I just have, like, I can't, you know, like there's, there's no middle ground for me. It's just in one way or the other. So. Okay. Yeah, well, that's fair. If, I'm... if he starts talking about like Elden Ring or I don't know, like Halo again, like maybe maybe I warm up again. <laughs> okay. Um, moving on, a couple other things to talk about: the coaching changes that have been finalized. And I mean, hell, we'll see. It does seem like every year these little coaching changes make a big deal. Obviously, last year moving on from Mike Pettin and then having Joe Barry as our defensive coordinator was a huge lift. And the Packers did finally move on from Maurice Drayton, the special teams coordinator, and we have hired Rick Basicchia. Basicchia? Basicchia? I don't know. I've heard it a couple ways. He was the Raiders head coach after John Gruden was fired. But yeah, the new special teams coach, a lot of Raiders players wanted him back as the head coach. Hank, what are your thoughts on bringing in a, this is the first time in like 20 years we've hired out of the organization for a special teams coordinator. How do you, are you really happy going in? Are all our problems fixed with a special teams coach now? I don't know, but I do like the fact that between Devante not going with, uh, you know, with Derek Carr and yep. us taking their special teams, like we kind of Rick rolled them. Did you see where Murray Straten wound up? I did not. He is a he's back to what he was <laughs> the first few years under the floor. He is a special teams assistant for the Raiders now. So we kind of swapped um 
special teams coaches in one way or another. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, it seems pretty on par for the Raiders. Yeah, and Dude, like yeah. speaking of the Raiders, can I just go on a tangent here, just because sure. of the news with Khalil Mack this week? Like, do you think the Raiders or the Bears won that trade, or did they both just lose? God, that's a really good point because the first two years, especially when Mac was on the Bears, everyone, you know, it was kind of like a meme where John Gruden lost that trade terribly. But I mean, God, it's almost a wash. It it feels like uh, obviously you had a couple of years with Mac and he was a great player when he was healthy. But at the same time, it's like they really got that first half against the Packers to open up the season and. Uh, 2018 because <laughs> he just destroyed that game you know he f- almost scored a touchdown after sack getting a sack fumble against Deshaun Kaiser after Rodgers got hurt but I don't know it's it's tough it uh you know they both kind of lost right I mean neither yeah. team really did anything would you say that game against the Packers was like at like kind of just like metaphorical or force, I guess more like foreshadowing of what the Bears' time with Cleo was going to be like a bright, like it was hopeful at first and then everything just fell apart. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. You could argue that. It's weird now, too, because mm-hmm. they seem to be selling everyone else. They just released one of their uh, defensive tackles, who's a pretty solid player, too, yesterday. And who's that? I forget. Eddie, I forgot, but he's. Oh. Oh, and they got rid of Tariq Cohen, too. Yeah. They're uh, the small little running back that they've had for a few years. Yeah, I still, like, I don't think Tariq has ever been the same since uh, the Saints did the thing with the height to him, where they, like, who was that on defense? (laughs) I forgot about that. Yeah, and he just looked like a mad little child. Like, I don't think he's ever been the same since that. Um, I'm really excited for the special teams. Hopefully... Once again, I mean, so many people will blame Rodgers for the loss, and rightfully so. He played pretty terribly. But at the same time, if that punt block doesn't happen at the end of the game there or we make that field goal at the end of the first half, it's, you know, it's a different game completely. So, Oh, yeah, for sure. And if A.J. Dillon doesn't get hurt, we win. And if we yes, use A.J. Dillon. due to special if, teams as well. Yeah, and if we use A.J. Dillon more in the uh, Tampa Bay game, we win. I'm convinced. Yeah. I'm gonna. He's he's the great uh the great thick horse. I'm going to ride all my hopes and dreams on. Yeah, well, I mean, God, you think of one that and the other thing that everyone's talked about too is if David Bakhtiari. It was like the last thing to make 2020 awful. I believe mm-hmm. it was New Year's Eve Day or New Year's Day for, of 2020 where he tore his ACL in practice. Yeah, if that doesn't happen we at least make one Super Bowl. The offensive line was lackluster against the Niners and against the Bucks in 2020. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I think I think that's that's pretty true. I think that's pretty true. Um, okay. Yeah, well, I mean for agreeing. Yeah, absolutely. But we still did have like four drive like probably six drives between those two games the last two years that were just like stale and gross and just yeah what was that was that i i know this is going back to this game but that pass that was lazard was wide open on mm-hmm. i'm gonna forever see that 
and it's gonna it's burned in my memory. Yeah, we and we've talked about it before too. I'm Dusty on Twitter. He pointed out how tough of a play that would be to make because he was literally breaking free as soon as Rogers was airing it out, which I guess that's fair, but at the same time it's like EQ was going down the seam and he had one guy on him and Devontae yeah. I yeah. just don't know what well, you could expect from that throw. Dusty may say it's tough, but I have eyes and you know, <laughs> like I I haven't I haven't played football since tenth grade. So I'm gonna trust what I have to say about that. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, the other coaching news to talk about briefly, our new quarterback coach, new guy, same as the old guy, Tom Clements, who came out of retirement. This was one of the things, too, that a couple of weeks before Rodgers actually made a decision really made it look like Rodgers was coming back. Uh, Tom Clements was Rodgers' quarterback coach for over a decade uh, to begin his career. He was the quarterback coach for the Cardinals for Kyler Murray's rookie year. He retired after that, and he's come back. So, obviously, it, it was a sign that Rodgers would come back. But at the same time, he wouldn't be a bad quarterback coach for Jordan Love going into the season if Rodgers had decided to retire. Uh, the other move that we made, Mike Smith, the trader, uh, <laughs> Mike Pettin, the old defensive coordinator, he's signed on with the Vikings as a special assistant. Mike Smith followed him there, so he's now their outside linebackers coach. To replace him is Jason Reb Rebvik, R E B R O V I C H. I'll let you decide how to pronounce that. Who's now our outside linebackers coach? He's been an outside linebacker coach for twenty years. He most recently was with the Jacksonville Jaguars, who had Josh Allen recently, who he coached up, and before that he was with the Buffalo Bills. Hasn't been a bad coach. Those few years, they've had a couple nice players there, so hopefully he'll be good enough to keep going with Rashawn Gary and probably Preston Smith. I still think Z's going to get released here pretty quick, but I don't know. What uh, What do you think about the coaching changes? What do you think of the outside linebacker position as well going forward here with a new coach and probably moving on from Z? Yeah, um, well, I guess I'm, I'll just say, oh, sweet Clemens time. Right. Um happy. Um vitamin C. Important. Okay. It's important. Uh this okay. time of year with the season. Especially in the winter. Postseasonal yep. depression, right? Yep. Um, Maybe he'll help in the playoffs. You know, um we don't want any uh any mutinies um due to scurvy. Okay. Okay. These all work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um we should say a mutant Z. God, okay. These are actually getting better a little bit. Yeah, anyways, I'm just I, I'm okay with <laughs> Z leaving. He can go bye bye. Um he's I mean, like if I'm gonna criticize kind of the drama from Rogers, like we gotta talk about Sidarius Smith as you know, like he's he's been a lot. I don't know how else to say that. He's just he's been a lot lately. Um and I love his smile. I'm gonna miss it. But yep, like yep. it, it, it's he's it's been weird. It's been kind of just weird, you know. Should I go through the whole timeline with him? Because I've Kyle said it. Uh, <laughs> I think in our group message, you know, that I was probably grinning seeing some of the news with Z. Obviously, this a couple of weeks ago, he posted the eyeball emojis and deleted all of his Packers posts on Twitter and Instagram. He deleted like every tweet. 
yeah. back to like 2014 even one of those i'm sure everyone remembers him tweeting last offseason that he wants to be packer for life the last year i don't know i can't remember a player falling from grace as much as z probably brett Favre actually when he signed with the minnesota vikings but i think personally z's been the worst since then um the timeline since last offseason he had his deal restructured to help the team out didn't seem like he liked that seems like he wanted an extension instead of a restructure that's when he tweeted out that uh he was looking to sell his house in green bay came back after that and said that he wants to be packer for life during the offseason it hasn't really been reported but it seems as if he showed up to training camp with a back injury that he did not report to them sooner wasn't able to practice much of training camp because of that uh while training camp was going on as well he the team had a vote for captain. He wasn't made captain, so he tweeted out uh, the thinking emoji, I think. It was something along those lines. He was pissed off. He wasn't voted captain. Then posted on Instagram the little pendant with the captain symbol that he was buying made out of diamonds, even though he wasn't a captain on the team. Tried to play week <laughs> one with the back injury after not practicing at all. I think he practiced twice during training camp. Played in the one game. Should have had a sack, but also graded out very low. After that, he was thrown on IR, got the back injury that he should have had during the offseason, but he didn't want to do because he was essentially in a contract year, didn't want to have that surgery risk, you know, his free agent outlook, came back for the NFC divisional round and had a sack on the first series, which was great. But then the last play, that third and seven, I believe it was for the Niners when they were um, driving for that go-ahead field goal, he did miss a tackle on the running back allowing the first down and the Packers then lost on the field goal attempt. And and then, like I said, he had the eyeball emoji stuff, deleted all his Packers stuff. So I really don't like Zedarius Smith. I hope we extend Preston. But, uh, yeah, that's been the outlook of Z, according to me, over the last year. Hank, any, any more thoughts on Z? <laughs> we, had a, we had a big brain session, like, before Z, or, like, kind of midseason last year where we kind of talked about does – does our run defense get worse when Zadarius Smith is in? Um, to which, like, I would just like to answer um, our mm-hmm. pre-former selves and say, yes, yes, it does. Um, yes. You know, uh, maybe we get a sack or two, but uh, we also have flashbacks to renewing Moser. So, right. yeah, so I, uh, good riddance. Um, I'm happy for the energy and for how he kind of turned the culture around before he, uh, got sad that he wasn't true you know captain um and he who, was awesome who were the first two years yeah who were the captains on defense uh i believe it was three and three on offense three on defense and on defense it was kenny clark adrian amos and jr alexander yeah and uh those guys put the defense on their back every day and you literally can't even support your own body with your back so Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Good written. So we'll we'll see what happens. He hasn't been released yet, but yeah. I would expect that is going to happen before oh, the 16th. I'm not going to lie. Um, like me just being able to come on here and just like work out all my negative feelings about Aaron Rodgers has me feeling more hopeful for next season. Um, there you go. Not, not like we're going to get to a Super Bowl. Like I will never be hopeful until we get to a Super Bowl uh, for that again, but like I'm at least excited for next year again.
Not too much else to talk about. The NFL schedule will be released in May. We have already seen that the Packers are going to play in London sometime. We don't know who or when yet, but that's going to be interesting. Do you have any thoughts on that, Hank? I I talked to my other buddy, Andrew, and depending on when it is, I might even fuck around and go to the game depending on how pricey tickets and shit are. Oh, but... in London? Yeah. I Okay, so like British people annoy me. Okay. Um, not like so. There's some, and I. This is all just because of like TV and how people talk about British people. Like they're just so. And their teeth. Well, the, I'm not even like past their teeth, but just like the accent. Like everyone is like, "Oh, British accent so cool." When like Australian accents are way better. Um, yeah, I would and, agree with that. And like, I would much rather hang out with someone who's Australian than Britain, like British, right? Um. That being said, I really like the show Sex Education. So, um, like that, like I, I can't totally just crap on London and Britain and all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, it's cool we're going over there. Um, I'm just not the biggest fan of British culture. I find it grating and annoying at times. <laughs> so, okay. so like I, like. If it was a different country, I would be more excited. Okay. Like Germany or? Ooh, see, that's tough if I say Germany because that seems <laughs> anti-American Why? in some sense. In what ways? Historically. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, so you don't want to dive deeper on that? Basically just anti-humanity in a little bit. And like, yeah. Um, I, was say, I don't know if that was exactly the U.S. versus Germany, which what you're referencing, but yeah, humanity. Um, yeah, humanity in general. Um, I would say, you know, where would the coolest place to play would be? Hmm. Japan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it would be yeah. cool. Shout out to Just, uh, my cousin Aaron, who's stationed uh, on a big old. He loves ooh. when I talk when I talk about. I've mentioned him before on the podcast because I just butcher. Yeah. I butcher uh, what his role is, but he's in the Navy and he's on some big old warship off the coast of Japan right now. Think, think of how lit like it would have been if we played in Japan when Jamal Williams was there. Like he loves oh, anime God. and stuff. Like they could <laughs> the have TikToks had, like, too. Oh my gosh! Yeah, um, I think Japan would be super cool to play in. Um, I think, I mean, Australia would be cool to play in. Um, yeah. Where else? Where else? I, yeah, maybe I South don't, America I somewhere. South America, yeah. Brazil, come to Brazil. Brazil? Yeah, ja, ja. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just like, I just, I don't know. Like, I know some people are like, oh, I, all I want to do is go to London and stuff. But like, I there's nothing I really want to. I would never like Britain is is like the least attractive place to go to me. Like, like even food wise, like I don't really like fish that much. Um, yeah. Like, I can get good French fries here. Yeah, I guess every time I think of London, too, I mean, you think of, uh, what, Big Ben, but it's always, like, raining in my eyes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I think the reason that I never wanted to go to London or Britain was because it just reminded me of Superior too much. It was just, like, <laughs> overcast, overcast and gray. Um, and everyone was kind of cranky. I'm thinking now London's almost, I, I'm thinking of them as, like, Seattle, but, uh, like more old timey, you know? yeah, and colder. Shittier. 
like they actually get snow and stuff. I mean, I guess Seattle sometimes gets snow, but like they have like a winter. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure it would be very, very fun to go over there, and I'm sure I'm just mm-hmm. being like super sour, um, and like a little too like I not giving the UK enough credit. Ireland would be cooler than Britain, though. Yeah, I wonder if they have. Do they have football stadiums in Ireland? They must for soccer. Yeah, I would think they'd have stuff for soccer. Oh, how how great would it be to go play in Iceland and just shit on the Vikings? <laughs> that would be. Yeah, I guess, they would never do it. Um, you know, with it being in the division. But imagine if we played the Vikings over there. That would be pretty cool, actually. That would that would be amazing. I guess the, the fans. I wonder if fights would start if the Viking fans from America started doing the stupid skull chant and then like. The oh my gosh! Think about how many there, like suburb like dads over there doing skull <laughs> and just getting like beat up. You know, like <laughs> yeah. getting punched for the Cultural first time in their life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fun okay. stuff. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to it as if I end up going there, yeah. but if it not, would be I, really I fun, it would be set. really fun. I'm just sour on life right now. So like, I, I think you should go and I think you should have a great time. Recruit, recruit more British people on the podcast who can give you positive reviews, but then we've call got, me out in the comments or comments. We've, we've sent a couple uh koozies overseas. So we've got a bit of a following there, but you, uh, what about the 7am kickoff with that? Uh, does that make you view it less? You use, or do you wake up early? Would that, how I wake that up feel? early. I actually do wake up early because I go to bed late. I don't have anything to look forward to at night. Um, cool. Yeah. I mean, that actually is sweet because you just get football faster. Yeah. And you're not going to yeah. be competing with the Vikings for airtime. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a really or good Or having point. them go into overtime. This was the they worst can't win a that. game. Yeah, it seemed like every time we had a Fox game at 3 o'clock, the Vikings played at noon and came down to the last minute or to overtime. Um, but shoot, with that, Hank, I really don't have anything else. We have the draft coming up in a couple weeks here, so we'll probably have a podcast before then to yeah maybe talk about some prospects. But, I mean, the older I've gotten, the less I get prepared for the draft because you really have no idea what the hell the Packers are going to do whenever they pick. Yeah, I mean, just look I, at, you know, 2020. You know, I didn't even I didn't even watch college football when I went to college before I dropped out. So, <laughs> you know, I I have no clue. But I'll talk about yeah. it. I'll still talk about it and pretend like Perfect. I know what I'm talking about. We could do a country draft next time. Or like, or like, draft. what cities? What cities would be best to play in? Like, like, like Gotham. Gotham. Ooh, that okay. would be. Well, I know that would be like the best fictional city to play play in. Well, why don't we finish off with that, Hank? We went and saw the new Batman movie. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Batman movie? I'm sure everyone is waiting to hear what you thought. Yeah, of it because everyone knows what a big nerd you are. Yeah, I. I mean, I liked it a lot. Um, I think it was a little long. I think if I watched it at home, I wouldn't have been like, 
we had really we were in really small seats we didn't have like good seats there um so i think that kind of like if i had been at home that would have been better because i would have had a couch and i would have been more apt to just like sit and watch um i thought Mm -hmm. gotham was awesome in this like just the gotham vibes were great um it got me like it got me interested in Batman again. Like I've just been going back and watching a bunch of the animated movies again, um, which has been like super fun, Um, which is actually my, I think, I think DC is much better in their animated shows um, than their actual live action. So yeah, I've just had more fun. Like it was fun. It got me excited about Batman again. I have criticisms of the movie. Um, well, what did you think of emo Batman? You're kind of emo yourself. Oh, did you hair like still, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, hair still, hair's still better than Aaron Rodgers' hair. Um, so maybe we'll see that next year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> part of my criticism is I think like Gotham was so dark. The like there were moments of the movie that were so dark, and like those worked for me when like robert pattinson like is batman those work for me right um, a lot of batman in this movie too yeah lots of batman and it's good to see him like struggle and like fuck up and not always be like the best version of batman um mm-hmm. but like like the hair um i think like the voiceover at the end um it's just like there was a, like a little bit too much like trying to convince us that like yo this batman is dark so like sometimes it was just like too much of that um but like that being said like that's a like a smaller criticism but like the whole like i don't know like batman being like i can't be just vengeance i need to be hope you know like that <laughs> the, like those kinds of like voiceover moments yeah uh-huh. yeah like just like it's it's like dude okay but like again well, like that's that's a smaller like i'm still like i still really liked it it's my third favorite Bat- batman movie i'm going to see it again tomorrow um okay. and it might take it might take number two so okay well here especially with what you were talking about late there with batman you know, trying to inspire good, but maybe not doing it at times. Who do you think Aaron Rodgers is in the Batman universe? Because, you know, it could be, I could, there, there's a lot of open-ended ways where you could fit him in there. Ooh. I don't, I don't easily, to me, he's like the politician that gets killed in the first scene. <laughs> okay, why do you say that? I don't know, because, like, he's just, I don't know. He's just plastic. Plastic as hell. <laughs> okay. You know? Uh, a fake leader. He's like, is... he's, like, sitting there watching himself on TV after he has an interview. Like a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it, gets voted in. He's he's the leader, and uh, he's trying to finish the deal, and then before he can finish the deal, he gets killed. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of my thought. Okay. Yeah. And that scene where they're like driving their bikes the same way after is one of the most <laughs> awkward fucking scenes I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Strange. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It's like again, if you like, break yeah. up with your girlfriend and then like you end up having to drive behind her for like five miles. 
With that. I mean, yeah. God, that was a lot more Batman talk than I was expecting. But uh, Hank, do you have anything else for before we sign out here? No, thanks for having me back. Um, sorry, I was a very negative Nancy this podcast, but no, I no, think we're, uh, we're we'll we'll be up in spirits again. Um, as always, if you want and you're listening and you're still listening here, uh, leave a five star rating. That would be cool. You can. Uh, you want a free koozie from us just dm us on twitter pmp pod or you can email us in pmppodcast at gmail.com uh leave a review that'd be cool if not whatever uh yeah shoot i don't have anything else hank do you have anything else no that's it for me just thanks for having me oh uh let's we miss kyle Yes, we missed Kyle. Hopefully we'll get him back. Maybe after the draft we'll get him in for one, but I know he's busy during the offseason, so we'll see. He's still trying to cope with uh <laughs> with the loss and Oh yeah, you know, no, I mean I season end two times in a row. I still feel like it's I still I can't even listen to the last episode, so I, I understand. Yeah, so all right. Well, with that, Eric Huskinen, please don't sue us. Just won't pay. I worked all year, I worked all month, then they took my money away. Yeah, well, now I don't care. Cause they ain't working like me down here. And I said, hey. Cigarettes.